0: Welcome to the One Shared Brain Cell podcast. My name is Rich Newell and I'll be your host for the evening. With me, as always, are Leah from Glorified Pet Rocks. Hello. Hello there. And Fiona from the Spare Room. Hello. Why
1: are you looking at me like that?
0: Because I just want to terrify myself to put shock <laughs> in. I want fight or flight response.
1: <laughs> Do you know what is I the fucking batteries! <laughs>
0: Tonight's topic is why tarantulas are fantastic if your mental health is shit. So perhaps, Leah, would you like to offer your opinion as to why tarantulas are fantastic for mental health?
2: So, my... Well, the point I wanted to make about why tarantulas are great when your mental health is not so much great is because of their low maintenance. And what I mean by that is as we've all been there and you know, maybe some of our listeners have been there as well. Sometimes when you're in a bit of a rut mentally, and sometimes you just struggle, and I mean struggle, getting out of bed, showering, doing the dishes, all these things that sometimes, you know, when you're in a bit of a situation, you just think, I just can't, I just can't today. If you have a dog, and it needs to be walked and fed Twice, three times a day You can't really get away with it But if you've got a tarantula If you don't get out of bed for a day To try and give yourself time Fine They're not going to waste away Sitting in their little tubs of dirt If, if you don't get up that day and feed them mm. It's okay It's okay And they will they will be fine so, yeah yeah no i uh, agree with that yeah, yeah they
0: they 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 don't have much of a sense of urgency about them do they they kind of like they will be patient if you aren't feeling great that day and mm. and yeah, if you don't exactly. feel like you can even look after yourself let alone a pet then they'll understand for a day or so won't they like
1: yeah <clears throat> yeah mm-hmm. and you know there's been times where i've been having a bad day and i can literally go into the animal room visually check that everything's okay and then think right okay i can feed them tomorrow that's fine um yeah and yeah and i you know i know people who have worse mental health issues than me who literally can't get out of bed and and like you said in that in that case you know a day or two is not gonna Mm. kill them
2: no Mm. they're very figured and not as demanding as other pets maybe if you are someone that you know you are someone that struggles mentally Mm -hmm. and you know it would be Mm what's the word not unreasonable but unresponsible for you to get a more demanding pet like a cat a dog etc a tranche is a great option because for people like us especially because I'm sure we all struggle sometimes anyway and we love animals So the thought of not being able to keep a pet at all because you struggle makes it worse
1: yeah and you know we're not here advocating for taking on responsibilities that you can't mentally handle but i can understand as someone who struggles with their mental health sometimes my animals give me routine and they give me purpose and so they do make my mental health better because if I couldn't be surrounded by animals, you know, if, if something happened, I had to relocate, I had to get rid of all my animals. It would have a significant negative impact on my mental health. So if you feel like you're someone who wants a pet, but like Leah said, who can't commit to something like a dog or a cat, then yeah, tarantulas are great options. Yeah. Really good options and um that kind of leads on to what I was thinking about is I've just touched on them they give you a routine and purpose in that on days when I struggle I've got so I've got a feeding schedule and it literally tells me the dates that things have to be fed on um water is sort of just a given throughout like the week and that our water as appropriate but um so what I can do is is on days when my mental health is struggling, I can literally see like, right, okay, today I've got to feed two snakes and I've got to feed the mantis. And what I've done specifically is I've, I've split up the inverts. So um, like one day will be the sp- the spiders and the tarantulas. On another day, it'll be the isopods and millipedes and I've got the centipedes and the mantis. So they're not all together. So I know that I, because I'm someone that struggles if you split it up as well like that really helps too and it makes the job smaller um and i do the same then for my snakes like so, they're all
0: just so it doesn't seem so sort of insurmountable like a sort of yeah like a sort of yeah mountainous challenge yeah, yeah. and yeah.
1: um and i i also have adhd so i'm someone that struggles with executive dysfunction which is basically a, um it's a neurological side effect of adhd where you can't get yourself to to do things so it's not laziness it's when <clears throat> I could literally be sat on my sofa almost at the verge of a panic attack because I can't get myself to go and do a chore, for example, but I'll be sat there and I'll think, oh my God, I want to do this so much. And it's really hard for me to get up and do that. So what I do is I write down the schedule so I can literally see like, right. For example, today I've got to feed Finn, I've got to feed thunder. I've got to um, water the isopods and it's literally like someone's giving me instructions. So it's like the ninth, you've got to do this, this, and this. And I go in, I switch my head on autopilot, I do all of that, and then and then that's it, done. Hmm. And those are on days when I'm struggling. Obviously, it's very different when I'm, you know, in a good mental space.
0: So on the days you're struggling um and you tend to your pets, does it how do you feel after you've done it? Does it do you feel a sense of reward, accomplishment? Is it, does it, is it like, oh, I've I've done that now, that's done? Or Or you like, okay, I've kept my beloved pets going on today, which is something amazing I've done today.
1: It can be either. It depends where I'm at. If I'm having a bad day, I'll go in and it will just be like a chore. And I'll be like, right, I've done that. Because I wouldn't be able to sleep at night if I knew, you know, the inverts are a little bit different. But, for example, the reptiles, they have to be watered every single day, like Mm. the the geckos. I wouldn't be able to sleep if I hadn't Mm. watered them. So I think, right, that's done. On really, really bad days, it actually makes me feel better because I'm like, these animals rely on me and I'm showing up for them. And I know that sounds dramatic because I sometimes feel that way about my stepdaughter and my husband. I feel like, right, getting out of bed, showering, putting some makeup on, getting myself out of the house. That is me showing up for my family and not just rotting in bed, Mm. which Mm. I could easily do. it makes me feel proud that even though I can't take care of my, myself necessarily, I can take care of these little, little guys. And I, mm. do you find like, do you find that like, because you like more of like a purpose and yeah, routine no, I, and I things? Can, I
0: can definitely understand yeah. that. Yeah. It's um, it, it, sometimes it's a lot easier to care for someone else or something else than it is for yourself. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So, and yeah. just knowing that they're every, like every day, almost you're going to have to, care for something that you care about that's that's a big boost to yourself isn't it yeah Hmm.
1: yeah and the and like i know not everyone feels this way about tarantulas and things even tarantula keepers but i am so so in love with every single one of my animals big and small that Um. like i could just caring for them makes me feel good
0: It's interesting because, I say interesting, it might not be, I'm saying it anyway. It's not. (laughs) Thank you. Um, I needed to recycle my brain. I needed to restart it. I needed to reboot it. And I I was terrified. And I mean, I couldn't even look at a picture of a spider um, without, I couldn't do it. I couldn't, I used to to check those spiders, no spiders under my bed, my pillows, down the back of my bed. I was absolutely terrified. Um, and I thought if I invite one of these things into my life, I am going to absolutely disrupt every way that I think it's just going to completely mess my brain up. Nice. And it worked cause I was just at the time I was like probably eating like four takeaways a week, spending 50 to 70 pound on takeaways and you know, like 4,000 calories a day. Um, And it just broke that cycle up it was just like and it not only did it give me something to really concentrate on that wasn't myself something to think about it it was like okay i'm terrified of spiders um and yet there's a a really lovely black one over there yeah and it was just that's how it worked for me it was just like i you know I, i i really needed to do something completely different with the way i thought and and having the tarantula was like you know, I didn't realize at the time exactly how much I'd fallen in love with them and how much. And I now go to bed watching videos of tarantulas yeah. <laughs> before I go to sleep. It's like <laughs> yeah. it's just like they're the most adorable things ever.
1: They're so cute, people it, don't yeah, understand. You say they, don't, they,
0: they, they don't are, understand. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. getting
2: tarantulas for you helped break negative cycles that you were continuously yeah, going through
0: very much. So. It broke the routine It broke the rut I was in, and I didn't see a way how I could stop it. And I was just during the lockdown. Um mm. I couldn't see how I was gonna break that routine. Um you know, there's no hospital appointments, doctors appointments, it was just like I've got to do something. And that, that was that that. was what I did.
1: It's one of those things as well, like when you when you consider your expenses for the month, like, you know, there there's something that I put up there as as important as my rent. You know, mm. you've got to Yeah. Mm. Can understand for you disrupting that cycle of spending money on on other things you've got to think now of, of all your babies
0: mm. no you're yeah. right yeah
1: so it promotes so, a bit more of a healthier budgeting maybe on yeah yeah, yeah. probably <laughs> no that does make sense it is it does make you better with money yeah, it
0: makes you concentrate on your money more rather than thinking
1: yeah <laughs> Because now I'm not thinking I could spend forty quid on some shoes next payday. I'm thinking how I need to spend thirty eight pounds on a big pack of gecko food because I'm going to run out this month.
0: Mm. <laughs> yeah. Do you ever make your animals fight?
1: Um, Jesus Christ! I make you and Leah fight. Does that count?
0: <laughs> we are your animals. Anyway, um, you pair of bastards. Um, as we're on a subject of something on not the not the most. Um,
1: Fucking depressed everybody. Yeah
0: with not the cheeriest of topics let's move on to another not very cheery topic which is obviously shitty keeper spotting um and I'm gonna ask Fiona um what Fiona of the Spare Room what have you seen or what irks you in keeping keeping practices keeping observations or keeping comments for example for example <laughs>
1: I hate it when people rile their tarantulas up for photographs. Amazing. Now,
0: brilliant observation.
1: Have I ever slightly encouraged a tarantula into a little bit of a better position for me to photograph? Yes, I have. Maybe I've like given them a little like a blow, just so I can get a bit of a better angle, right? What I'm not doing is poking them with a stick, or I'm not shoving them out of their burrow i'm not nothing that i'm doing is too offensive do you know mm, what i mean mm. i never touch them with anything to move them
0: who was that cock massive cock um had that um
1: the cambridge
0: no mm. i think it was a um lividus uh C. lividus oh
1: my god and he god. had it in like
0: a tupperware dish
1: yeah, and he hopped in my DMs having a go at me for oh. calling him out. And then as soon as I put it on my story, he didn't have fucking anything to say, did he?
0: He was a, That is some of the shittiest like
1: uh, Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. And, and his mm-hmm. justification for the behaviour was that the tarantula was fine. Yeah. Okay, well, I'm going to smack Rich in the face, and he will be fine in a couple days' time. So that's okay.
0: And didn't it jump out, jump to the floor? It did. What, it it, no, it bit air.
1: him and jumped out.
0: Yeah, what a cock. Absolute cock. I mean, that's just, and people, again, as we've said, I think we've discussed in, you know, many times, people that aren't in the hobby will find that absolutely enthralling. They'll be excited by that.
1: That's why people like that have so many followers. If I go on, because obviously Instagram now shows you mutual who you have in common. Mm-hmm. If you go on there, it's never anyone that is good. Yeah. You know? Yeah.
0: Yeah, um, yeah.
1: and it's never any of my friends, and that's and like I say to people all the time, keeping tarantulas day to day is fairly boring, mm. they don't do anything, that's why people have so many. Mm. But it's always like if people outside the hobby think that's so entertaining, but what they don't realize is you're literally watching animal abuse,
0: yeah, it absolutely, that's yeah. exactly what it is, yeah, yeah.
1: You wouldn't kick a dog and put the, oh my god, you wouldn't kick a dog and put it on YouTube, and people would be like, yes, kick it,
0: yeah get it angry make it want to bite you
1: throw that cat over window queen
0: i mean that woman <laughs> remember that woman that put a cat in a bin
1: oh she was yeah
0: the rightly that. so but when you see what people do to tarantulas it's fine yeah it's fine it's yeah. Spider.
1: no one cares it's mm. mad to me that people can only have empathy based off of things that they like
0: uh leo would you like to add anything to that
1: Yes, <laughs> mm. that's
2: good.
0: Yeah,
1: it's yeah, yeah. I'm not telling you what it is. Mm. Yeah, she would we're like sure to around. add to that, but yeah. not out
0: loud. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now, um, now, Leah, um, I know we're still fairly new to this podcasting, but what you're thinking you've actually got to say out loud. Um, she's it's... just texted it to me. <laughs> oh, fantastic. Yeah, has she gone shy? Was it like for you? Can you read this out for me, please?
2: Okay, well, to people that poke and prod. To get a reaction out there, tranches For the sake of entertainment, you are. a see you next Tuesday.
0: And yet, you know, again, he's he's popular, which is a terrible, terrible yeah thing because it just that's the people that's what people are going to be inspired by. And yeah, I think we can all agree that that is just terrible. It's just a terrible way to treat anything living. Um so well after that atrocity um i'd like to do something nice um i'd like to offer my suggestion for um keeper of the week uh so i would Hmm. like to offer as keeper of the week this week um mike from the web files um Hmm. i don't know him massively well we've chatted a bit um his keeping looks excellent, his, you know, the way he handles his tarantulas are, looks excellent, the way he mm-hmm. goes about keeping his tarantulas just looks fantastic. But what really did it for me and made me think how fantastic he was, um, was a video he posted of him showing his son how to look after and care for a house spider there was a little house spider, biggish house spider, running along the skirting board. And his son was sort of like getting it to run over his hand because I'm imagining they were going to sort of put it somewhere safe. And he was like talking about how to do it gently and, you know, that the spider matters. And I thought, and this kid and his son was probably like three or four. And it was just seemed like an amazing way that people should be doing with the next generation of tarantula keepers just you know, embracing how lovely they are, how completely non-aggressive and just like how undangerous they are and just sort of celebrating that it was a spider and it can be be loved and cared for.
1: Yeah, I love that. That's really nice. Mm. That sounds really, really cute. To be. Yeah, and it
0: was just like, and again, I think, and things like that, you know, I mean, I probably, this was probably a conversation I had with him about four or five months ago by messaging about about what how it was and it stayed with me for so long. I just thought, you know, that I, he has to be my keeper of the week because, you know, he does things. If he if somebody does something good that you think about, sort of four or five months later, then you know he's done something right and mm. done something well, and you know he's raising the next generation of of tarantula keepers.
1: Yeah, one of the things that I'm really passionate about is educating children um, out of their fear of exotic animals, particularly spiders and snakes, because you sort of get taught that fear don't you and I mean in some countries that fear is is completely justified and and unreasonable um for example my but my husband is really afraid of snakes which is fine and he allows me to keep quite a lot of snakes which is which is (laughs) like literally awesome um but I my stepdaughter she I make sure that she frequently interacts with handles and looks after my snakes with me, of course. Um, so that the fear of them is demystified. And, you know, she's had tofu hiss at it. I mean, everyone's had tofu hiss at them, but um <laughs> uh, Tofu's she, just the hate, yeah. <laughs> she is, she's just mad. And I can't wait to show a thunder. But um, yeah, and I just think that's really important. And um some people don't know that I do like feeding and handling sessions, but they're specifically aimed at kids. Mm. So like they'll come and they'll hold a tarantula or they'll hold some millipedes or they'll hold a snake. And Brilliant. It's really, yeah, it's it's so exciting. And I had, I had a um, guest in the spare room maybe like a month or so ago. He was the son of one of my friend's friends. And he knew so much about reptiles. It was so awesome. Like, usually it's exciting for me to educate and, like, impart, like, my excitement of animals. But to be able to have that conversation reciprocated with a kid, it was awesome. I mm. oh, it was so cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: That, is an, that is an expert, a, a proper expert in the making, isn't it? Yeah.
1: Like, yeah. 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 Yeah, he was really cool.
0: So yeah, I think that's brilliant. That's that, that you basically summed up why um Mike of the Web Files is my keeper of the week.
1: Well Mike. Excellent,
0: Excellent. yes. Um well now, as is traditional, um is the um,
1: <laughs> deeply embedded tradition <laughs>
0: yes is the question of the week, um which I shall be selecting and asking and which both Fiona and Leah do not know what it's gonna be. Um, This week's question um, comes from de Spinner. Um, What other arachnids do you keep beside tarantulas?
2: An arachnid that I have, other than a tarantula, is one little single erysus species blue, who is a ladybird
1: spider, who I believe a native to the uk okay. yeah Honestly, ladybird spiders yes yeah so there is a small colony of ladybird spiders now down in dorset way oh
0: is that the one it's like on one sort of patch, patch yeah. of grassland and it's protected
1: yeah yes. and, and i'm pretty sure they've established some mantis there as well
0: amazing that is mm-hmm. so cool
1: right so it is concerning because neither mantises nor ladybird spiders should be able to survive in our climate so global warming. Okay, now, but yeah, there's not a lot that me I can do about that. So let's uh, you know, <laughs> let's establish. I'm going
0: to go ahead on record and say that that surely has to be an amazing bonus to global warming.
2: Maybe absolutely. Honestly, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, it's yeah, like, there, yeah. There are many. There are many good points to global warming, but having an amazing species in this country <laughs> is one of them.
1: Florida gets yeah. frequently yeah. flooded. Millions <clears> die. <throat> That's silver lining. But we get. Well, so my,
2: little, my little my lady spider, I mean, I was very uncreative with the name because it is an eresis species, Blue, and his name is Blue. Go figure. And I can't figure it what? out. I can't do yeah. it. Is it too complicated? Can you figure it out? I can't no. figure it
0: out. How did you get Blue from eresis? I don't get it.
2: Hmm. I am joined by Egypt's. Um... Where
1: <laughs> you're the only person in your room.
2: <laughs> oh, so all those other voices are just.
0: No, that's us. You got headphones on, love.
2: <laughs> <laughs> We're so mean. Jesus Christ! So oh. blue is the size of a tick. is an absolute savage he is it might be a she i'm not actually sure because it is the size of a full stop but it is a savage it is one of my most like it will eat every single time and it will always eat bigger than it is i give it pre-killed because it like it is so tiny so pre-killer cricket and it just, it takes down every single time And it's ferocious the way it takes down This tiny, adorable little speck With these like cute, most adorable little eyes And little fat chubby legs And it, it's like, it's savage I would not want to be that cricket <laughs> <laughs>
0: wow. But I love it,
2: I love it That's cute. my only one All the others are tarantulas so I just have blue
0: Puna. what do you have apart from tarantulas?
1: Right. right. I have a Hatropoda Giovanna, which is a stony huntsman. I have two Hattropoda David Bowies. I have a Supanius Soleil, which is a tiger wandering spider.
0: Oh, the fast one.
1: <laughs> yes. I have a Suggestria Florentina.
0: You have a Suggestria Florentina?
1: I do indeed.
0: Oh, I'm uh, well, gel.
1: You should be. Um, And I did, up until two weeks ago, have... An adult female jumping spider, but she has unfortunately passed. Euphrasine. Euphrasine. Oh She I was comfortable though that she'd lived her whole okay. life. Yeah. I was yeah. very sad when she passed, but you know, when you just they don't live long. Mm. It was she was never gonna live for five, ten years, you know.
0: Yeah, I was exactly the same with Greg. Mm. Yeah. Oh, so you've got quite a nice selection then. What about um you got um not, not arachnids, but you've got interesting invertebrates as well, haven't you?
1: I do. I have um, two animals from the Whip Scorpion family. I have a giant vinegaroon.
0: I like vinegaroons. Hmm.
1: Um, I've never kept vinegaroons before. They're super weird. They are kind of ugly. Um, my friend Deb named my vinegaroon Freddy. Um, his full name is Freddy Krueger because of its spiky hands. Oh, okay. Um yeah hmm. i don't get it <laughs> you don't freddie krueger no, I, I
0: 15 years I was, before she was born
2: it was a failed attempt at being funny that's okay
1: oh no yeah that wasn't funny at all uh, no she's
0: spot on and she? she's nailed that yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: yeah 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 well, i wish she was funnier
0: <laughs> all our listeners do <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yeah, I've seen Vinegaroons like all over Instagram and YouTube and they do look really like if you were going to have a nightmare that's probably what's chasing you
0: no, <laughs> but they taill- also look
2: rather
1: cute.
0: Tailless whip scorpions for me. They look alien. They look very alien
1: They do mm. and they move very alien as well.
0: Um, vinegaroons look remote controlled because they've got that little antenna right at their bum <laughs> Yeah <laughs> So they look like they literally have a controller with them.
1: Mm. They, yeah, they're interesting <clears throat> yeah.
0: Um, well, so that I think I think thank you very much to both of you um no that draws this episode to a close. um I'd like to thank everyone for um joining us this week. We will put Mike from the web files details into the description. Um, Go have a look at his account, follow him. Um, say hello to him Um, he's you know it seems like a fantastic chap so from me Rich Newell and Leah from the Glorified Pet Rocks and Fiona of the Spare Room thanks for joining us and we'll speak to you next time Bye. bye Smallest vagina, do you remember?
1: The world's what?
0: Smallest vagina. The biggest company.
1: I do vaguely remember that.
0: Sat outside a uh, McDonald's drive through in Bristol. You just sat there and said, oh, I've got the world's smallest vagina.
1: Do you remember? I do. I don't remember how it came about, You meant to though. say
0: bladder because you wanted a wee.
1: Oh, yeah, and I said vagina.
0: Oh. <laughs> yes, it was hilarious. Um,
1: <laughs> Thank God I didn't say that in front of Bear. I would have killed myself.